0: Thanks for tuning in to the Change Church Podcast. We believe change is more than a church. It's a culture. And we are living out our purpose so that others can find theirs. We hope that this message encourages and inspires you. Now, here's Pastor Elijah Hollis. Somebody ready to get into the Word of God today. I'm so excited. Today, we, it is all about joy. Can you look at someone, maybe in your living room, if you put it in the comments for me, if you would, say joy. This is all about joy today. Now, I want to talk about the joy that Jesus gives. You see, the Merriam-Webster Dictionary defines joy as an emotionally evoked or well-being by success or good fortune, Which is is a a definition that is lacking. And so today, I want to define joy uh, more so like this. This is another description that I found a state of mind or orientation of the heart. The Bible talks about this joy that is unspeakable, this unexpressible, glorious joy. How many of you want that joy in your life in this season? I know that some of us, we come into this holiday season and it might be hard for some of you. Maybe, you know, something has happened in the past or you've lost loved ones or something has gone on in your family that this is a a heavy season for you. And I want to give you a word today. I feel like God is really speaking and the Holy Spirit wants to invest in you a joy that is unexpressible, a glorious joy that goes beyond circumstantial joy, goes beyond the, the happiness that comes from a good positive outcome, but a joy that comes from Jesus alone. Hey, we are in the Christmas week. Happy Christmas week, y'all. I hope that you are celebrating with family. I hope that you're with those that you love connecting. And, and thanks so much for getting on here and connecting with the church, with the family of God. Uh, the, today, I, I want to just talk about that joy. How to? Because the, the orientation of your heart, when you look at that, the orientation of your heart is directly connected to what your eyes see. In fact, William Shakespeare said it like this. He said, the eyes are the gateway, the window to the soul. You have to look at what you're looking at. And I want to ask you that question, even before we get into this word, just so you are aware of where you are, what has caught your stare? If you if you could really evaluate your life right now, coming out of this pandemic into the twenty twenty one, the year of this this kingdom come, what God is going to do in this new year, as you approach this year, as you're in the holidays right now, can you evaluate? Just look at your life right now and ask yourself the question: What has caught my stare? What has caught my gaze? What am I looking at right now? What am I? Focused on. Focus is a huge thing. And when you realize what you're focused on, then you can realize where your heart is oriented in. When your heart is founded in something, you can realize what you're focused on. So the first thing you need to know is what has caught your stare. Today I want to talk about the greatest gift that has ever been given. And if you've been in church or if you've been around uh, the Christian folk, you know that the greatest gift ever is Jesus. He is the perfect package that God gave us to resemble who he is. And so we have to look at Jesus. We have to talk about Jesus because this is the season where if you get it wrong, if you get your eyes set on something else, you will lose the sense of true joy. And if you want that joy, come on, let's press in. let's get into his word. I want to read the Christmas story. We're not going to read the whole thing, but I want to look at a little bit of it. And I encourage you this year, if you don't have that tradition yet of opening the word of God and reading the the, the birth of Jesus, reading the story of him, I encourage you to do that. Look in Luke chapter two, or you can look at Matthew chapter one in the middle of that chapter. Uh, crack it open. Let this be a year of new traditions for you, where you center, where you base the holiday on what really matters. I'm telling you, Jesus is the reason for the season. I know that sounds kind of corny, but he really is. He's the reason that we celebrate, he's the reason that we look at and look at life the way we do, the way that we approach the holidays the way we do. So I want to look at that today in Luke chapter two. Turn with your Bibles with me to Luke chapter two. We're going to look at verse eight. So light them up or turn there. And as we look at this together, this is the the story of the shepherds that were in the the fields watching their flocks. And and there's a beautiful thing that happened because Jesus had been born. And you can read the story for yourself, but Jesus had been born. He's in the manger. He's in with Mary and Joseph. And check it out. We, We check it out in verse eight with the shepherds. And it says, And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were terrified. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today in the town of David, a savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign. Come on somebody, you gotta help me out and say sign. Come on somebody, can you put it in the comments right now? Say sign, this is super important. We gotta catch this. It says in verse 12, this will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in clothes and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace to men on whom his favor rests. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen. Everybody say heard and seen. Come on, they experienced something. And then it says, which were just as they had been told. Wow, what a night. Man, if you can, I love reading scripture by putting myself in the story. Can you imagine being a shepherd, watching your sheep? I mean, this was just another day, right? Just another day of work. You're, you're at your job. You're just doing the mundane things of life. I mean, it's Monday through Friday on your grind. And then all of a sudden, there is an angel standing right there. Can you imagine the moment when the angel declares something that is to come? Woo, what a moment. And then all of a sudden the glorious hosts are in the heavens singing praises of what has happened and what is going to take place. This is a beautiful moment, but I love what the angel said. and We have to catch this because the angel said, this will bring joy. This is the reason for joy. What has come to earth, what Jesus was to earth was something to give complete Joy. An angel says this, he says, this will be a sign, a sign. Now, this is super important because we have to understand the signs that point to God. Maybe some of you today are questioning if God is real. Maybe you're questioning if Jesus is the real deal. Maybe you're questioning if religion is, is all it's cracked up to be and what we preach. Is it really truth? I wanna unveil to you today, that God has been showing you signs your entire life. Are you ready? I want to take you on a journey just to realize what God is doing in your life that maybe you're not aware of because you have to remember the orientation of our heart is directly related to where our eyes are pointed. And so if your eyes have been focused on something else, if your eyes have been focused on the things of this world, or maybe even you and your life, then maybe you've missed out on the signs that God wants to show you in order to point you to the greatest hope, the greatest joy. Joy that is Jesus. We have to ask what, what signs we're marking, right? See, signs always mark either uh, something that is happening or a place and location. Every sign is for a purpose. You know, when you're driving down the road, you see the speed limit sign and it demands a response. Every sign demands a response you have to respond to the sign. You have to respond to the speed limit sign. Will you obey it or will you not? To the stop sign, will you stop? Or is it one of those things that you're like, I don't know if I want to stop this time. What will you do with the signs? And and Jesus came and, 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 and creation. I love looking back at creation because when God first created the world, he spoke these things into existence. And from creation on, All of these things were proof that he exists. If you want to know that if God is real, maybe you're questioning that this season, you're you're like, I don't know if God is even real. let me point out some signs that point to his existence. See, in the the creation time, God spoke and light appeared. And so he separated day from night. And every time the earth is on its axis, and the earth spins and the sun rotates and the moon and all these things happen every time we see the sun rise and we see the sun set it is proof that god is real it's a sign it's a sign when you look at creation it's very hard to to come to the the mindset that there is nobody behind creation I mean, man, if you look at the animals that are created, if you look at how nature is producing and, and how all of the things are connected and so intricately made, you look at all nature around, it, you can't say there is no creator behind it. And it's like this, this iPad. You know, this iPad, there's, you would think I'm a total idiot if I told you that this iPad just came from nothing all of these little pieces, they just came together. No, 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 this iPad is a sign that there is an artist and creator behind it. This this iPad is a sign that somebody thought intricately about putting this thing together for a purpose, for a reason. And so when we see signs in nature, when we see signs in the heavens, when we see signs in how we are created, I mean, look at the human body we are so intricately made. I mean, our heart, if you just put your hand on your chest, go ahead and do that right now. Put your hand on your chest. Can you feel your heartbeat? Do you know that your heart beats the exact amount of blood throughout your body to keep you living? It sends messages all throughout to make sure that you can do this with your hands and your eyes can blink and see and your brain is always working. I mean, we are so intricately made. And when you see the sign I am a sign. Every time I look in the mirror, I am a sign that there was a creator that was behind it all that put me together for a reason. He, he made everything to point to him. And Jesus was no different. When God wanted to show the world who he was, when he wanted to show the world his love and he wanted to show them how obsessed he was with them, he wrapped his son in flesh and sent him to the world to be a sign. Jesus was a sign. To show the extravagant love of God. And let that settle in right now because all of the proof of the scriptures and the eyewitnesses and those that all throughout history have proved it time and time again that the Word of God is true is a sign to us that there is a Creator that loves you so much and He wrapped His Son in flesh so that you would know that He's not this far off God that's in our imaginations. He's not this fantasy that that some just fantasize about. is real. He is brief. He is a God that is obsessed with you. Let Jesus be the sign that He loves you so much. He loves you. But we have to ask the question: Why did Jesus come to Earth? What was the point? Yeah, I look at some of the reasons I wrote them down. I, I said He came to bring number one the new covenant where God is with us, because before Jesus, we'd have to come to a temple with a priest, and they have to do all this atonement for us to even be in there. And then the priest would go to God for us. There was was a separation between man and God. But when Jesus came, he brought the new covenant he said, no longer is it you approaching. It's, it's you can come to God. God with us. He is with us. And that's why even today, as you sit in your living room, in your home, we pray, Holy Spirit, come. God, come with us because we know He is everywhere. But there's a difference between God omniscient, just omnipresent everywhere. And there's a difference between His manifest presence. And when God wanted to make Himself known, He had his manifest presence in Jesus come to the world. And so we could see, we could experience, his disciples could touch. They could see who God was through the love of Jesus. Another reason he came was to make known the secret things of God. The Bible says that before the time even began, Holy Spirit was hovering over the waters. There was this, there is this existence where the Spirit of God was. Now, nothing else was, but He was there. Now, we can't wrap our minds around that whole concept. I mean, that is just a thought. I can't wait to get to heaven to realize like what was going on in that time before creation. Like what was God doing? Because He is before time, right? And he is after time. There's never been a time that God has not been. And he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. But Jesus came to make known the secret things of God. And when Jesus went, he, he sent the Holy Spirit to do that same thing, to remind us of the secret things of God. Can I tell you, there's, there's, you are a precious son and daughter of God. And he has these amazing thoughts about you. The Bible says that he knit you together in your mother's womb. He puts you together intricately. He knows all the hairs on your head. Like he is obsessed with you. And Jesus came to make known the secret things of God. That you would know your worth. That you would know that you are set apart. He loves you so much. He is a sign. He also came to pour out his spirit on all people. That there is nobody that is to be without him to be without his presence. You haven't done enough to make him not love you. You can't do enough to separate yourself from the love of Christ. Jesus came to let you know that he loves you. God loves you so much. He also came to make the reality of heaven on earth. I love this because Jesus was the sign that that God was the amazing wonder and Jesus made it the sign of the wonders going on in heaven on earth. He made it to where we could experience heaven before we get there. We could experience heaven on earth. I love Jesus. He's so good. He also came to heal your brokenness and to make you whole. Can I encourage you this, this season? that if you find yourself in a place of just brokenness and find in a place of just always being in a cycle of, of ups and downs and all arounds, can I just encourage you to come before Jesus and let him heal you. Let him heal your heart. Let him heal your mind. There is no therapy. There's no medication. There's no doctor that can heal you like Jesus can. And when you come before him, you realize, like they said, your joy will be complete in Jesus. Your joy will be complete in Jesus. He also came to free us from the traps of the enemy and to release us to bring God's glory down to earth. That not only that we can believe that he brings God's kingdom down, but we are set free to be more than conquerors where we are releasing the presence of God everywhere we go. It's the complete joy. Come on, somebody. How many want that complete joy? It's when Jesus gets in, he becomes our complete joy. He came to set us Free. But we have to look at what are the veils that cover over our eyes to see him in his righteousness, to see him in all of his fullness. Because maybe you've gotten a taste. Maybe you've just bit off the tip of the iceberg, man. Maybe you've just cracked open the word, or just maybe you even just attend church, but you haven't fully met the person of Jesus. You haven't fully met him and seen his eyes and know his heart and feel his embrace. Maybe you haven't come into that place. So you? you have veils over your eyes? And I really believe that this is a year, we, we talk about this at the beginning of the year. This is the year of unveiled wonder. And we truly believe that God has unveiled his wonder to each individual person. And if you'll allow him today, I know he'll take the scales off so you can see the signs. Maybe you missed the signs I've done this so much driving. My wife makes fun of me because sometimes I just get so caught up in the trip that I I just don't realize that there's signs past. She goes, there's like four signs before that exit. And last minute, I'm like, oh, there's my exit because I just, I miss the signs. And maybe you've been going through life like that where you just, you've missed the signs that God has been trying to speak to you. He's been trying to get your attention. He's brought things into your life and people into your life. He's brought community into your space to to have that place of healing and wholeness. He's brought you into a space where he wants to call you to greater things. He wants to call you out of the mindset of anxiety and depression and and just the, the spiraling and come into a focus, knowing that you have a destiny in Jesus. He wants to bring you to that space and maybe you've missed it. Maybe you missed the signs. But today God wants to make you aware. He wants to open your eyes. He wants to unveil his wonder to you. He wants to unveil just to have the reality to know that God is moving. God is moving. I'll tell you what, uh, been getting up a lot earlier in this pandemic and the Holy Spirit's been just waking me up early, but it's been beautiful because I've been able to see the sunrise. And every morning I'm reminded how big God is. I mean, when you look at the sunrise or you sit And you gaze at a sunset as all the clouds start to catch the rays of the sun and these colors take over. I told my son the other day when we were watching the sunrise, I told him, I said, this is the closest thing we have to seeing the glory of God manifest. I mean, it is, it is spectacular and he paints it every morning and every night to be a sign of how big he is, to be a sign of how wonderful and how awesome he is. And I was walk, walking out of the grocery store the other day, and we were walking in the parking lot, and there's this couple by me, and, and the sky was just, I mean, it was one of those sunsets that takes your breath away. I mean, it was purples and pinks and just gorgeous, and all the clouds were just hitting the rays just right. It was beautiful. I was like, where's my camera? You know, it's just so beautiful. And I heard, overheard this couple talking as they walked out, and and the woman talked to her husband and said, man, Yeah, I think his name was Gary. Gary, look at the sky. That's a crazy looking sunset. And he looked up and he goes, oh yeah, that's nice. And then they just went back to their day. And I think how many of us, we miss the signs of God speaking to us. We miss it totally. And we just go through life. We're like, oh, that was coincidence. Oh, that was random. Oh, that's so weird that person reached out to us. Or man, that's so crazy that nature's made like this or, or that the creation talks to God or praises God. Like, it's, just so, it's just so random. You know, it's just a coincidence. And you think how many of us, we try to rationalize God. But God is not a God of uh, rationalization. You can't rationalize him. He is too big and too great. But when you read the signs, when you realize that he is speaking continually, He's always trying to reach out. He's always trying to get your attention. When you realize that, then you realize that there are signs happening all the time, every moment of the day. Every time I'm outside and I feel something that is great, I feel the wind blow, I know He is real. He is speaking. Wow. When I see the sun come down and know, man, He's in control. He's controlling the plants. He's controlling the rotations. Man, when I see all these things, I know that God is real. You know what revival looks like? Revival looks like his children becoming aware, becoming aware that their father is speaking, becoming aware that Jesus is the sign. He's the complete joy. And when we get that, we become the joy on earth. We don't just talk about this joy. We don't just believe in the joy, but all of a sudden that joy gets inside of us and we have joy Unexpressible. We can't even express it. It's so glorious that it becomes manifest in our life. I want to look at 1 Peter today. Would you turn with me? It's a little later in the Bible. 1 Peter chapter 1. We're going to look at verse 7. 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 7. It talks about the revealing of Jesus. What a beautiful season to know that he came to reveal came to reveal. So look in verse seven, it says, these have come so that your faith of greater worth than gold, which perishes, even though refined by fire may be proven genuine and may result in praise. Come on, somebody got to know that your faith produces praise. And when you don't have faith, when you don't know who Jesus is, when you don't have that belief system in Him, your praise can't be genuine. It, it, can, it can only come out of a place of hope and a place of like, man, you know, just kind of throwing it at the wind. But when you have faith in Jesus, when you know Him, when you see the signs, look at look at what He says. He says uh, the result in praise, glory, and honor when Jesus Christ is revealed. Though you though you have not seen Him, you love him. And even though you do not see him now, you believe in him. Everybody say, believe, believe. That is huge for us as Christians to believe in Jesus, to have faith that he is who he said he is. There's no back and forth. There's no, maybe he was a good prophet. You know, I hear a lot of people say that where he, he was a good prophet. He was a good man. He did good. No, no, no. Either he was who he said he was or he's a scoundrel who is the biggest liar in the world. He must be either the son of God or he is the greatest liar because Jesus, Jesus brought with him salvation to the earth. He was the son of God that revealed heaven on earth. But if that is not truth, then, then we we can't have faith that is solid, that brings about a joy that is complete. But when Jesus becomes real to you, when you experience and encounter him on a new level, then you realize that that baby that was sitting in that manger, that Mary and Joseph, that moment in that space, that it was a sign that something was shifting. It was a sign that God is with us, that all of a sudden that all the circumstances of our life now are covered with Christ. It's a sign that all the things that have happened that made us broken and scarred now is covered with the salve of heaven, with Holy Spirit, with Jesus in the room. It says that praise, that glory and honor results in that praise when Jesus Christ is revealed. Though you've not seen him, though you've not, not, you believe in him. And you are filled. Check this out. I love the next part of this scripture. We're going to look at verse eight one more time. Though you have not seen him, you love him. And even though you do not see him now, you believe in him and are filled. Everybody say filled. This is what I believe that God wants to do in your life this season. He wants to fill you. It says you're filled with an inexpressible and glorious joy for you are receiving the goal of your faith, the salvation of of your souls. So when you realize that Jesus is real, you come to the completion of salvation. When you become aware that Jesus is real and you believe in him, you have that faith in him, you've encountered him, that joy becomes complete in you. That glorious joy where you walk with a new buoyancy, you walk with a new perspective because all of a sudden you see the signs that God is working so you know if God is for me, who can be against me? If God is with me, therefore I am whole because his body was broken, his blood was shed so that God with us his body is broken, so I am whole. Come on, somebody, you gotta get this because that is the joy that God wants for you. Not, not a joy that is, is set on emotion, not a joy that is set on circumstance. And, you know, if all this gets better, if the world becomes a better place, then I'm going to be happy. Then I'm going to be joyful. Then I'm going to give it all to God. No, no, no. This joy is steadfast in Jesus because he is the bedrock of our salvation. He is the, the end goal is to know Jesus. And man, if, you've, if you're studying the word, trying to get something out of it, can I, can I encourage you to meet the author? Man, if, if you're just caught up in just reading his word and just going to church, can I just encourage you, meet the author, encounter him face to face, know him. And in this season, we, we stand around to remember that Jesus came as a child. He was wrapped in flesh so that we could become one with God. We can know him. And it's the difference, it's the difference between God just everywhere and God manifests in our life. And that's what God wants to do with you. I want to read one more scripture in closing today. I want to flip back here to Psalms. Psalms chapter 19. In Psalms chapter 19, verse one says, the heavens declare. You want to know some signs? Here's some signs. I want to give you some signs to look for. It says, the heavens declare the glory of God. The skies proclaim the work of his hands. Day after day, they pour forth speech. Night after night, they display knowledge. There is no speech or language where their voice is not heard. Their voice goes out into all the earth. Their words to the ends of the world. In the heavens, he has pitched a tent for the sun, which is like the bridegroom coming forth from its pavilion, like a champion rejoicing to run his course. It rises at one end of the heavens and makes its circuit to the other. Nothing is hidden from its heat. Check it out. It says, the law of the Lord is perfect, reviving the soul. The statutes of the Lord are trustworthy, making the wise simple. The precepts of the Lord are right, giving joy to the heart. The commands of the Lord are radiant, giving light to the eyes. The fear of the Lord is pure, enduring forever. The ordinances of the Lord are sure and altogether righteous. And the verse 10, the we'll close of this one, they are more precious than gold, than much more pure gold. They are sweeter than honey, than honey from the comb. By them is your servant warned, and keeping them there is great reward. Understanding the signs this is huge. As we, as we go into this season, as we celebrate with our families and sit around the tree and, and sing Christmas carols, and I mean, whatever your traditions are as a family, as we sit here, we have to realize that this season is all about pointing back to the sign that God is with us. And when you realize that, when you come into a relationship with Jesus, man, as you're approaching the end of this year, as you come into a relationship with Jesus, you're going to find your joy is complete. You're going to find that that sign pointed you in the right thing. And that sign of Jesus demands a response. And today I want to just, I want to put a couple questions out for you to, to realize and and ask yourselves, what are the signs in your life that Jesus has been trying to get your attention? If you paused and looked around and said, all right, what are the things that God has been trying to speak to me in order to get me to know him? What are the signs in my life that I can be aware of to realize, man, God's got my number. He's been wanting to get me aware of him. He's been wanting to draw me deeper. Maybe some of you you know Jesus, but he's drawing you deeper. And it's time today to make those steps, to make that step into his presence, to make that step, to know him deeper, to, to find your closet, man, to get on your knees and just be before him, just to remain in him. He said, those that remain in me bear much fruit. And Jesus is calling us to do that today. My goal today is that you get perspective to understand that he wants to unveil his wonder in your life. Man, if you're, if you're there today and, and you haven't yet accepted Jesus as your Lord and you wanna know God today, maybe you, you're realizing, okay, there are some signs in my life and even today's message is just for you. It's a sign to re- remind you that Jesus is for you. He loves you so much. If you wanna know God today, would you pray with me? I wanna lead you in a prayer to just come into relationship with Jesus. You gotta know that from today on, you will make a decision of who you will follow. You will make a decision decision of what to do with the signs, now that you're aware, now that you see it in the heavens and the skies sing of him and all of nature screams praises to him, once you realize that, it demands a response from you of who will you follow. And I wanna pray with you today. If you wanna make that decision to come into Jesus, to have that completeness in your life, to have him be the complete joy that you experience, that this is not a season of looking back, but this is a season where God wants you to look ahead at what he's prepared for you, to lead you into a life of complete joy. Come on, I wanna pray with you right now. If that's you, would you bow your heads and close your eyes and pray with me? Jesus, say, Jesus, I love you. Thank you for dying on the cross, for me. I receive your salvation. God, I thank you that I am new because of you. Today, I make the decision to make you Lord, make you Lord of my life. Jesus, I lay up down all the things that I've done in the past and I pick up your joy. I pick up your love I pick up your hope. Jesus, I love you. Help me to walk with you. Help me to read the signs, to know that you are with me. We love you, Jesus, so much. In your name we pray. Amen. Come on. Can somebody give some praise for those that made the decision to follow Christ today? Hey, we want you to reach out. Tell somebody. Walk this journey with somebody. You're not meant to do it alone. So make sure you fill out the digital connect card. Raise your hand on the digital uh, space on the online community. Do something to let someone know so that we can celebrate with you and walk this journey with you. That you can know that God is for you. Hey, I want to release one more thing over us as the church as we just celebrate this season and go into this new year, I want to just pray for you that God would fill you with such joy. Maybe you're in a season where you're feeling heavy and weary. I want to release a joy into your life right now that as we set our gaze, we set our stare on Jesus, that we are full of who he is. So if if you need that right now, would you just lift your hands right now? And in, in a symbolic way, can you just place your eyes on Jesus? Maybe you need to close your eyes. Whatever you need to do to stare at him, to see Him. Can you get the picture of Jesus in your, in your mind right now? And let's pray. I, I just pray right now, God, for those that are carrying the weight of this season, they're carrying the weight of what's happened in their lives, what's happened all throughout. And Jesus, I just pray for them right now, that as they set their gaze on you, as they set their stare on you, God, that you would fill them with an unexpressible, glorious joy right now, that they'd be so full in the completion of their relationship with you. That as they become one with you, they realize what life is all about. And Jesus, we just pray for that joy that's unspeakable to cover over all the things that we we carry as humans. God, that your joy would lift us up. We cast our burdens on you, God. We cast our cares and get caught in your embrace. We love you, Jesus, and we thank you for everyone here as we approach this new year to realize what you've done and what you are about to do. We press in, God, and we say thank you. We say praise your name, God. We say glory, 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 and holy, holy, holy are you. In your name, we pray all of this. At Change Church, we believe in doing life together. If you want to connect with us, you can visit us online at thisischange.org or any social media platform at This Is Change PHL. Thanks for joining us and have an amazing week.